Thank you for spending another midweek moment with WPT. I'm John Jacobson. Today is Wednesday, the 24th of August, 2022. Before we get started, today's moment is brought to you by Hanks Furniture and Carpeting in Thorpe. If you're looking for big savings, Hanks is now offering deep discounts on select carpets from Shaw, Dreamweaver, and Mohawk, now through September. Or if you're not looking for carpet, massive discounts also on vinyl planks and tiles, all heavy wear and commercial wear rated. Don't wait, visit Hanks online by visiting the link in the Midweek Moment email or by calling 715-236-4265. Hello, everybody. Uh, and actually, Mark emailed me this morning. I did forget to mention they also have 150 Lazy Boy rocker recliners that are all set up and ready for delivery. So if you're finishing up home projects and now you need a new chair to weather the winter, give them a call. Welcome back. I was up in the Northwoods last week in St. Germain, Cedaroma Lodge. God, we live in such a beautiful state. I always say it, but it's worth repeating. And it was also, though, the worst fishing experience of my life. Somehow couldn't catch anything. So thankfully, Sean on our staff here at WPT is a serious fisherman. He's offered to give me some pointers. Hopefully next time I bring this up to you all, uh, there'll be something better to report. If you have any fishing tips, send them over my way. I'm pretty awful, so anything will help. Let's jump into some news together. The DNR today announced that the 2022 Combined Wisconsin Hunting Regulations pamphlet is now available online. It'll soon be available at licensed agents and open service centers around the state. As in previous years, it will include season dates, shooting hours, regulations. DNR is informing hunters there are some changes. Uh, one of them is regulations for open water waterfowl as it's now permissible to hunt in the open waters of the Great Lakes, Green Bay, and Big Green Lake as long as you're a minimum of 500 feet from shore. The DNR also announced that squirrel season will close on February 28th instead of the last day of January, which is, cust uh, which is usually custom. The gun hunt for disabled individuals will be October 1st to the 9th. A youth deer hunt is October 8th and 9th. The gun deer hunt for everybody is November 19th to the 27th. Muzzle loader is November 28th through December 7th. Statewide antlerless hunting is December 8th through the 11th. And the farmland zone holiday hunt is from Christmas Eve through New Year's Day. Visit dnr.wi.gov for more information. And this one's weird, and it really is weird. And as the property taxpayers organization, I feel like just letting you know how weird it is that the Department of Public Schools, which is the state's overseer of government schools in Wisconsin, ran a really weird opinion piece today. And it's just weird that a state agency at all is running guest editorials and sending it out statewide. And whether you feel one way or another on these topics is obviously okay. This is America after all. And we don't take a position on that stuff. But here's an excerpt. Back to school season is here and we're preparing for the first day. We wish that just meant buying school supplies, but this year it also means a lot of worrying. Their school supply list includes three ring binders, packs of pencils, earbuds, the usual. But that makes us worry. It makes us think about how lucky they are. Lucky that they've never had to use their three ring binders as shields. Lucky that they haven't had to hurl the pack of pencils at someone invading their classrooms with a gun in hand. Lucky that they haven't had to use their earbuds to block out the sound of gunfire in school. It goes on and on from here. Uh, it, again, this is obviously a very serious issue in our country, and I think every person, at least I do, watch in horror 
when things like these happen. And we watch this on the news, but that's just it. It's on the news, not a, a, the Department of Public Instruction, which is supposed to be focusing on curriculum in the state government. People make their decisions for themselves on policy proposals, and it's a nasty political back and forth in this country often, but when a nonpartisan government entity starts to wade in on something like this, it's a bit weird. And to disseminate something like this, so emotionally charged and also very exaggerated if you read the whole thing, it's just a huge deviation from any press release from the Department of Public Instruction that I've ever read in more than a decade of being involved in this stuff. Visit dpi.wi.gov to read the full thing. It's kind of alarming, and it would be my definition of fear-mongering or distracting people as we're approaching a new year, a new school year, that this bureaucracy simply doesn't do its job. Never a mention in any of this. Parents, like the ones who contact WPT often about their school districts, who are scared that their kids have to attend a public school in Wisconsin where less than half the kids can read at grade level and less than a third can do math at grade level. That in and of itself is frightening. Think about the implications for the future. So that's my take on it. If you disagree, let me know. Let's talk. This is an editorial after all, and I'm open to discussing. The big news for today, and this will likely take the longest, Governor Evers announced yesterday he's calling uh, together a plan to cut taxes, help working families afford rising costs as he spends more money, and reduces barriers to employment. The governor yesterday announced how he plans to spend the state's projected surplus dollars. So here goes. First, he would implement what's called a fair credit of 10%, a 10% tax cut for working families, which includes single filers below $100,000 a year annually and joint filers below $150,000 a year annually. Governor said the average income tax credit would be $221, costing taxpayers roughly $441 million per year. The plan would also provide low-income seniors an increased income limit for the homestead credit and restoring indexing to that credit for inflation. If you can imagine these days the price tag on that initiative, the income limit would be increased to $35,000 a year, up from the current income level of about $25,000 per year. The governor's plan also steals Republican State Representative Jim Edmings' legislation that would provide the veteran and surviving spouse property tax credit a boost. Those with disability ratings of at least 70% would now be eligible instead of the 100% disability rating that's currently required. Evers' plan would also repeal the state's minimum markup law on fuel cap the copay of insulin at $35, increase the state's caregiver tax credit by $100 million overall, and expand the child independent care credit to match the federal government's rate up to $1,200 per filer. That is expected to cost taxpayers $30 million per year. By the way, governors, no matter what governor they are, never announce budget items until the budget year which is next year. So why would this be coming out now? It's like, is there an election or something this year? Huh, I wonder. State (laughs) Senate Majority Leader Devin Lemahue and Assembly Speaker Robin Voss responded to the plan. Lemahue said, it's been fascinating to watch Tony Evers' election year conversion on taxes. He wanted to raise taxes by a billion dollars in his budget. Now he wants to cut taxes as the political winds change. The governor is serious about providing financial relief to Wisconsinites. He could fund it immediately by using federal ARPA dollars. Instead, he is using state taxpayer 
surplus dollars to create political division. Voss said we're not going to jeopardize future budgets in the midst of a recession to fund a tax gimmick. If the projected surplus materializes, Voss said we will then cut taxes for everyone. We will not pick winners and losers like Tony Evers does with this vote buying ploy. By the way, uh, the federal dollars, uh, the latest report from the nonpartisan legislative audit bureau showed Governor Evers still can spend $2.2 billion with a B uh, in ARPA funds or American Rescue Plan Act funds and $86 million in unspent CARES Act funds. The governor, as you recall, has sold discretion over how to spend those dollars uh, all by himself. He does not need approval from anybody. We will provide an update as to where the money has gone thus far in Monday's Weekly Insider. Make sure to click on that email, Monday, 6 p.m. If you're not subscribed, you can do that on our website, wptonline.org members. Lots of money floating around out there, folks. Good thing they just passed the Inflation Reduction Act. <laughs> that should help, right? Yikes. Well, Ben Franklin once said, think what you do when you run in debt. You give to another power over your liberty. That's all for this week. Have a great rest of your week. Thanks for listening. Wisconsin Property Taxpayers, Inc. is a nonpartisan membership organization consisting of thousands of small business, farm, and homeowner members in every corner of the state. Founded in 1985, the organization is committed to providing its members with up-to-date information, legislative advocacy, and exclusive cost-saving benefits. Find out how to join at wptonline.org. Join.